0: This is the RU Screw podcast.
1: 12 to
2: 3 is going to be an entire stadium of sad drunks at Rutgers Stadium. Three star recruit. I'd upgrade him to about 3.14159. I call him the Pie Man. There was like a screw pretty much lodged in my ass the rest of the game.
1: Uh, um.
2: I mean, like, yes.
0: The RU Screw podcast.
2: Arriba. 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 Puka Williams doesn't have any toes on one of his feet. What? Oh, no, stop it! Baker's Quakers. The
0: RU Screw podcast.
2: This is a disaster.
3: All right, special edition uh, of the RU Screw podcast. We have live guests in studio, quote unquote, my basement. Uh, Mike and I are currently sharing a microphone. I'll, I'll get to why, because our special guests are partners. Rivals, The Night Report. com. Thank you, Max. Uh, Chris Neloski. I said it right. Perfect. Perfect. Rich, Chris N. Richie Schneiderite.
2: Yep. Thanks for having me, guys.
3: Uh, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, Mike. By the I, way,
2: if you had Adam plus 500 to get both of those names right, yeah, you just hit that. Yeah, so. collect.
3: Collect, please. Um, Mike and I are sharing a microphone for this. Uh, we just have enough money just for four mics. Do um, you have anything to say, Mike? Welcome.
1: Uh, I do, and I, I mean, it took a minute for Me to get the chance to say it, but I thought a minute ago you weren't appropriately hyped enough for this episode considering how good it's going to be. We have a we pen, s- Pentagon
2: discussion going on here. Pentagonal?
1: What did
3: you, yeah. Max, call this the uh, football Rutgers, extravaganza? Rutgers
2: football preview extravaganza.
3: All right. So we're like, we should pretty much just like get into this thing. We have so much, but be- so much. Right. Before we do this, so we're going to talk all football pretty Blowing much. Blowing it out. What did we talk about beforehand? Raise your hand if you got something to say. It. It?
1: Did it catch it? <laughs>
3: now it did. If
1: I yell, it's better than hitting you every time.
3: <laughs> all right, this is gonna go <laughs> off the rails quickly. Richie and Chris are thrilled to be here. Uh, as Max mentioned earlier, again, our partner's here at Rutgers Rivals. Um, since we the three of us do it all the time, one of you could take it right now. There's got to be some type of awesome promo code that our listeners can give to get the premium. I'm pretty sure, like, Saturday this is going to end, so they should take advantage of it. Who's What code are we going with
4: all this right, week, it's Richie? It's the same code as before, promo code ADIDAS. You get 25% off the annual, and you also get a free $75 ADIDAS gift card. I mean, you can't really beat it that
3: at all. Yeah, so do that. Go uh, go again, put in the promo code ADIDAS. You go premium. It's awesome. Uh, these guys have been putting out tremendous information these last couple weeks. Um, There was plenty of stuff going on today. We are taping on Monday.
2: Uh, it is game week. Wait, UMass they named a quarterback, right?
3: Did they? No. Well, uh, to be fair, well, no, I think the, the board's kind of named a quarterback, and it seems like a lot of people kind of understand who the quarterback is going to be, Mike.
1: I think it's kind of like a process of elimination. Because they didn't name a quarterback, and they didn't name Art Sikowski. I think it would make sense that they did name someone if you think it through. Mm. right like that would be a safe assumption after going into spring uh spring and summer saying art Sikowski's our quarterback mm. and then today they're like "Oh, we don't have a quarterback
2: so you're saying that the starting quarterback's name might rhyme with the nick plain darter well is what you're saying.
1: just one thing because we have the experts here just to clarify just officially for this podcast so adam and i and all the listeners know is it mclean carter or carter
2: mclean it is mclean carter Told you. Okay. You know, what? I was actually thinking about something. It's McLean. We keep Mc- calling him McLean, but it's McLean. Like, the Lane is the second part of his first right, name. Th- these two it's guys not have McLean. seen
3: him in person. Let's, let's break the debate right now. Is it McLean or McLean? I'm
4: going to be honest. Every time I talk to him, I just say McLean. <laughs> like, worst comes to worst. What, she's, gonna say? No, now, huh? we're,
3: name, uh, which one of you were at the press conference today? We were both there. Both there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Giving great coverage. Yep. Um, he, he did talk about yeah. the quarterback. So here,
2: here's Chris Ash. So let's, let's listen to uh, addressing the elephant in the room. It took about two and a half minutes when every, uh, at the beginning of the press conference when everyone was really just waiting uh, for him to get to the quarterback talk. Um, and so here's Chris Ash on the quarterback situation.
0: I know uh, obviously a lot of questions about uh, that chart quarterback. Uh, right now we know what we are doing at quarterback. Um, we have a plan. We know who will start. We'll know who will play. Uh, we are not going to make a public announcement uh, about that plan uh, and who that will be, um, and I uh, hope everyone respects that. But it, it, there's no competitive advantage for us to do that with the different styles of, of play that we have at the quarterback position. Uh, but we are uh, crystal clear with our team, our players, on what we're doing, uh, how quarterbacks will be utilized uh, in the game on Friday night.
5: Okay,
3: so I don't know what that really meant. Uh, other than the fact that there sounded like some serious typing going on yeah, in the background. Yeah. So good journalism in, in the background there. Uh, Richie, where, where are we at right now? I mean, is this, this is just a, a dance at this point, but um, I, I think we all, it seems, Carter's the quarterback?
4: The, um, unofficially, yes. Officially, no. But I, it doesn't make sense to me. I don't understand the reasoning behind it. Why are you hiding from a former FCS program that your quarterback's clearly right there? Everyone knows who it is and everything, so just announce it, get it over with.
1: I think you were the one who tweeted it today that they're now the only Big Ten team that hasn't announced who their quarterback is for week one.
4: I thought that was true. Technically, Hunter Johnson of Northwestern, who's the, I believe the favorite for Northwestern, is at a or with uh, I forget what the backup's name was, but every other team has okay. announced today. So
1: all but two teams have announced, which kind of tells you what you need to know about keeping this thing silent going into week one. Yeah,
2: but he, the thing about coaches is that they're like. They're always secretive. They're always... They always think they control more than they control. So Chris Ash is like, oh, if we don't let them know the quarterback, we gotta... We have an advantage. Like, coaches think that way all the time. And I'm not... Like, I'm... I'm not saying it makes sense I'm just saying I understand it in like the, the realm of that's what coaches do they look for advantages because they have what is it they have all of the control but none of the power or all of the power but none of the control I think yeah. that's the saying yeah. I,
1: I think like because so many people equate football to war right in that horrible inept uh, comparison, and I bet like a lot of football coaches think of like love the Battle of Normandy because there's like they control the surprise, and that's how they you know that won that battle because they didn't know it was coming. Like I bet that's what every coach is thinking when they're deciding whether to name a quarterback publicly. It's
4: like UMass doesn't know what's gonna hit them. We got this. Now going back to the war comment, technically
2: I know who the opposing general is, so what's what's the difference?
3: So uh, let's let's just dive into the preview. What do you want to get? to? I next? just I'm wanted
2: sorry. to get to one more thing first about Chris Ash saying the most surprising thing I've ever heard a coach say at the end of training camp.
0: I would say this has been the best training camp that we've had.
2: <laughs> we've never heard that before. The, th- um, the thing about time, though, is that it keeps moving forward, so you can always say it, yeah. and it's always true. So is that recording from last year or this year? Uh, it could have been from <laughs> any. Yeah. Like, we don't know. We're I'm just, just curious. Like, Mike, you cover the NBA. Like, every coach says that at the end of every training camp, right? I mean, you always have the best training camp you've ever had
1: everyone is always in the best shape of their life right like those things are constant I like the way my team is looking um, what, uh, what else is the other tropes that they send out at the end of every like training camp you know I'm comfortable with the roster that we have yeah. no well, one's ever like goes out and they're like ah we're fucked
0: <laughs> I would say this has been the best training camp that we've had
3: all right so we know that it was the best training camp for Chris Ash according to him uh, Chris do, do you agree with that
6: yeah, we'll have to see. Um, you know, he said he likes. I think he said he likes seven out of the ten like position groups. So we'll so we'll see how like how everything shapes up on game one. Uh, to me, the biggest question mark is
3: still the offensive line. I mean, we could talk all day about Art and Carter, and we probably should a little bit more. But to me, it doesn't matter that much if the offensive line is going to be garbage. Um, is
4: that where we're at? Are we above the garbage level? <sighs> I mean, if McLean Carter is the starter. You have Kamal Seymour as your blindside. Do you? You've seen him last year. He's he's good. He's average and run blocking, but pass blocking is such an issue for this team and the inexperience there. I think only two guys have started more than five games in their career, and it's just it's scary.
6: I, I've harped on the offensive line and 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 the blocking a lot this offseason, and um, you know, like Richie said, it's a lot of inexperience, a lot of young guys. You got a retro freshman now, left tackle. Uh, Zach Finneschi started only like four or five games last year. Uh, Mike Maddie is at center; is the only constant guy. He's been there for the past two years. uh... Right guard Nick Friman, He's he's been in the program for a while. He's only started a little bit, only played a little bit. And Kamal Seymour, um, like Rich said, is his run blocking is good, but his pass blocking is a little shaky. I, I-
1: I'm sorry, I was gonna say I think it's okay to start the year, a little bit of a talent deficit at the offensive line. Have they shown an ability to build these guys up and develop them over the course of a season over a career where you can say, Okay, they're in a bad place now, but it at least might get better?
6: Well, I think you could start with with Zach Vineski. Um he came in, didn't play at all his first four year or three years, three, four years, and then all of a sudden last year he started the last couple of games and now he's starting again next year this year in the Big Ten. He's he, He's a captain. He went to Chicago for Big Ten Football Media Day. So, that's a big plus for him. Uh, they have a new offensive line coach and, uh Pete Russamando. And uh, everyone likes him so far. He's teaching new techniques and everything. So, we'll see how it goes. That's the probably the biggest thing I want to point out is that the offensive line, they just don't have –
4: a mean streak to him. Zach Vaneski might be the only one he's got that Golden Glove boxer history. He's, these guys are shit out of me, if I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> Same thing they with They should just challenge everybody he's to a, fight He's a funny game. guy. Oh, he's, he's hilarious. Funny. Like at
3: some point, just drop, drop it and let's go. Yeah.
4: I mean, uh, looking at the numbers I have pulled up right now, there's 58 games started between the all five offensive linemen. 50 of them belong to Seymour and Maiedi. It's,
2: There you go. That that says it all right. And we read a quote from an anonymous Big Ten coach last week. The offensive line doesn't look like or execute like a Big Ten line. They need to get fundamentally better if they're going to have any kind of shot. And one of the things that's kind of funny is that we've sat here the entire summer talking mostly about McLean, Carter, and Art Sitkowski on this podcast. Not not on ruckers.rivals.com. They've had all sorts of content. On this podcast, (laughs) we've been really lazy and have talked mostly just about the quarterback situation. But like Adam said earlier... It doesn't matter who the quarterback is if they can't block anybody, and especially if they can't pass-block anybody, because I think the most frustrating thing over the last three years is that they can't throw the ball. And when they're down 10 points, it feels like 100. And if you don't get a better offensive line, or even like a—if they go from really bad to just like below average— then the passing uh, game can improve. But if not, we're just, I think, going to see the same inept passing offense that we've seen for three years.
3: So let's assume, I guess, that I, there's a jump up somewhere in the offensive line. Let's say it's not garbage is the word that I've used uh, a few times now. Um, going back to the quarterback spot, is there an advantage, a serious one in terms of McLean versus Art Sikowski? I mean, we all saw what happened last year. It would Mike and I have had this discussion on the podcast – if you are starting McLean Carter, I know it's kind of like win or go home scenario. Maybe that's the mentality that Chris Ash has at this point. But it also doesn't say anything good about developing a quarterback under mm-hmm. his, his his time here. I, I, what was your point about that a couple of weeks ago, Mike?
1: Well, I, I was just saying, I mean, I think if you start McLean Carter this year, it's kind of a repudiation of last year. Because I think they were going to—they start Art because they were committed. They thought he was talented. He's a freshman. They said, okay, let's go. Like, this can be our quarterback going forward. We're going to take all the bumps and bruises that come with it. Um, do we you know anything about McLean Carter? Is he good? Like,
4: what do we know about him? I mean, from what we've seen in the practices, and we got to see the one scrimmage, um, he's definitely more mobile. That's number one. I like to compare Art personally to Peyton Manning. Can't move in the pocket. But if no pass rush comes, the guy throws an amazing ball. But with the pass rush, McLean at least can roll out from time to time, ankle hundred percent or not, but uh he's that mobility factor is just gonna help so much with that offensive line and it just that offensive line scares me still yeah.
6: and also you know art 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 has a really strong arm but he struggled to complete deep passes and we saw in the scrimmage that that richard mentioned that he art, McLean complete the the deep balls for for scores and and long and long yardage so it's it's a big plus in his in his way now. Uh- I'll say this
2: about Art Sitkowski, um, because I've, I have watched Art Sitkowski play a lot in high school. He went to Old Bridge. I, I've been doing games for WCTC for a long time. And Art Sitkowski looks the part. He's like 6'4", 215. He, I think he got his offer, first offer from Rutgers uh, after a camp, after his sophomore year of high school. It kind of came out of nowhere. And I just remember watching Art in high school, and th- there was this little 5'9 running back at Old Bridge. His name was Nick Sedano. And for some reason... Nick Sedano at Old Bridge was getting the ball 30 times a game, and Art was throwing like 10 passes. And me, I'm sitting there saying, well, Art Sitkowski's a four-star recruit. Is this coach just a bonehead? Or or maybe Art Sitkowski isn't, like, he's not as good as the offers and, and the stars might say. And then he went down the IMG. He didn't play very well there that season he had down in Florida. We know what his freshman year looked like. Like, maybe he was just overrated as a four-star recruit. Like, I know you say it's repudiation of the quarterback, of developing quarterbacks, but maybe he, he was just a little bit overrated coming in.
1: No, but I don't doubt that at all. And if that's the case, last, last training camp, last August, I assume when they had him and they had Gio Rochino, if art w- actually wasn't as good as we thought he was. And I look, I don't follow, I can't, I can't admit to say that I follow Rutgers football as much as you guys do, mm-hmm. obviously. And not even as much as Max and Adam, but I, I think everyone kind of fell in love with art after that 75 yard touchdown pass and the scrimmage, right? Um, last, last spring, but if he wasn't as good as we thought he was, like, wouldn't Gio have beat him out? Wouldn't we have seen that, or wouldn't you have seen that last August? And so Gio would have won the job over him, and, and maybe Gio really did outplay him, and they still were committed to giving him the time as a, as a freshman. And, and in that case, I would say it was a repudiation of the choices that they made. If he really did beat out Gio, you know, like, that's a different case, obviously.
6: I think, I think once they had Art sign, I think they knew he was going to be the starting quarterback, and they've invested a lot of time in him. And um, I think it was just they wanted to go with him and, ch- like you said, try and develop a quarterback. And it just, it just didn't work out last year. Um, he he didn't he didn't really flash at all. So um, and he didn't really I don't want to say he didn't he didn't improve, but it didn't look like he improved a lot in the spring and summer. And uh, McLean, I, I played him th- this summer. All right, you guys are gonna judge me for this,
4: but if you watch Art in practice and no one comes after him, his throw every single time consistent, perfect spiral, perfect throw, perfect everything. I don't know what happens with that pass rush. Once that comes after him, it's just everything breaks down.
1: Well, if I may, I think it's on the it's inherent on the coach in that position. I was listening to, I think it was the NJ.com dot Rutgers podcast, or maybe it was our it was our guys at Scarlet Pravda, and then Keith Sargent was saying how like um, that first year after Ray Rice, yeah, it was Scarlet Pravda. John McNulty was saying how that first year after Ray Rice left. Uh, they're, like, running the ball really well with Cordell Young and Mason Robinson. And he's like, oh, sweet, we've got a great running attack again. And Greg Shannon goes, yeah, but if Courtney Green was there, we're making all those tackles, and then we're not running the ball as well. Like, it's on the coach to be able to say, yeah, he's, got, he's throwing a sweet ball, but, like, yeah. there's no pass rush. What are we getting out of this? You know, like, that. that's
4: where they should be doing the evaluation, right? Well, that's the thing with Art. I honestly... I think he could be an NFL quarterback one day. If he can put it together and put his progressions and get through the reads and all that, he could honestly be an NFL quarterback with the arm talent and the mechanics alone.
3: Uh, where does Assuming right now, okay, we think McLean is probably going to wind up playing the majority of the snaps against UMass from what we've read on on the boards with you guys. Um, I don't know if that means that they don't have art in the picture. I mean, technically, you could play four games now and still keep a red shirt. I can't imagine Art Sikowski really wants to do that after playing a whole season last year. The other question that's been what has been hinted at from you guys and from the media as a whole, where does Johnny Langan fit into this now as well? Because I, I have a feeling they're going to try something with him, Chris.
6: It's very it's very interesting. Today, um, Ash mentioned he they have a plan. And he kept mentioned that they have three quarterbacks. And would and just got eligible a couple weeks ago. And it feels like he's going to play at some point. I don't know when or how or how much or anything like that, but it feels like he, it feels like he's gotten more more well, what's, reps.
3: What's his skill set then? What does he bring any different than the other two do? Jabu terms- Lovey's
4: Part Two. <laughs> Okay. Go. That's good. That's, okay. That's, well, that's, that's pretty much it. I mean, that Tim, didn't
3: work out great, but the
4: Jabu Tim package was it was interesting from you know every once in a while. So, yeah, I mean, minus the fact that everyone knew he was running every time. Okay. <laughs> so
2: that, I'll say this about Jabu Lovelace: I was once on a flag football team that beat a team, a flag football team that was quarterbacked by Jabu. I feel Lovelace. like he was
4: like the
3: ultimate spring game quarterback, Jabu. I mean, we, we were kind of... Now like, we've seen like a million of those at Rutgers. Like, oh, this guy's going to be great after you watch the spring game. But, I mean, I just remember Jabu with a couple... I, he
2: did start one game for Rutgers. I want to say he that game up at Army on like a Friday yeah. night. He started that game, right? Yeah. Like a, in a monsoon, I think, or a, or a rainstorm.
3: Uh, so, I mean... I all right, so it sounds like maybe McLean's the guy we'll see. I don't know who's going to get the most snaps, but we'll we'll find out how that is. So uh, Max had made the joke earlier on at some point in, in our last couple episodes. Um, they've got like 78 wide receivers on this team. Is, is there anybody that is going to produce at the level that you, you need to? I know the quarterback has to be a part of it. The O-line needs to be a part of it. But at the end of the day, where does, where does the talent stand in terms of the wide receiving core?
4: Yeah, we actually mentioned it the other day in the uh, bowl prediction piece. Uh, Davon Robinson... I don't know why he's probably not with the first team, but he's going to get reps no matter what. He's a big, tall, lengthy receiver. Uh, Not as tall as Kenny Britt, but reminds me a little bit of him back in the McNulty days. And if he could use him like he used Kenny Britt, then it's sky's the limit for that kid.
1: I guess this is the time. Should I debut my... Newcomer of the year here, or should I say that? I I think we have. Okay. I've been watching a lot of tape, and I think, um, you know, I called Isaiah Pacheco last year, called his breakout season, and he was very good as a freshman. I think the the guy this year who's going to break out for Rutgers is Isaiah Washington. Not just because you know they both have Isaiah in their name, but I, I watched the tape and look—he's six-three. He moves well. He's not like a vertical type of receiver, but he seems to be good at route running. Like I think that's something they can add to their offense, especially I was, as a
6: freshman. I was very high in him when they signed him. Um, <clears throat> sorry, he—he uh, he actually really performed well this summer. He caught—I believe—he caught a touchdown from McLean Carter in the scrimmage that we saw. He's performed well during practice, so. I'm all for your prediction. That's to to go. good. Wait, go Mike, on.
2: you know who Isaiah Washington is, right? You know who he is. You know what his nickname is, right? That's the Pie Man.
6: Oh yeah, yeah. Isaiah Washington, right.
2: is the go. Pie Man. He's, yeah. But back in Three my three-point-one-four-one-five-nine-star recruit, back in my recruiting rankings in February, that was Isaiah Washington. You want a job recruiting? Yeah, <laughs> which makes sense because I love pie, obviously. Uh, so this this is all lined up. It's kismet. So, uh, there you go. So, guys, what does this spread offense look like? Uh, this is now the fourth different offense that we're, that Rutgers has played in the last four years. I know the offensive coordinators have been different, but also the entire offense as a whole. So, what is this spread offense going to look like?
4: It's it's still a pro style. Uh, no matter what people say, it's still a pro style. It's got little wrinkles of a spread. They'll run RPOs because you have McLean-Carter there um i've i've seen art run rpo it's it's interesting to say art, the least <laughs> RPO, <laughs> hey, come on that's where
3: somebody had to go with it at some uh, point geez. i thought that's where max was going i apologize <laughs> yeah, it's okay all right so um max asked this last week well i'm sorry mike i didn't mean to interrupt
5: no
1: okay i want to get back to the spread thing i thought he was going to an interesting
3: right. place
4: yeah. you cut yeah. him off oh right. right, you're good you're good um anyway yeah it's it's mostly going to be in pro style still I don't understand why they said there'll be wrinkles of the spread I should say I don't understand why they people are thinking spread John McNulty's been an OC for I want to say 10 plus years of coaching or he has. he's had 20 plus years of coaching experience and it's all been pro style I don't think you can expect him to just switch automatically to a spread right away
3: um what were they ranked last year? Max in passing one passing efficiency
2: one twenty seven. Let me find it real quick. But I think it was one twenty seven. You, you had given us like the
3: three numbers uh, all under action. They, they've been atrocious. Um, uh, is there any realistic uh, last season? Uh, last one hundred thirtieth in passer rating. Shit. Yes. Um, so I mean it can't get worse that's the good thing uh, ranking wise i'm not saying that the no, play itself I mean, can't get worse unless um, did
2: they add another team to fbs they so they could go down to 131 point. i don't know uh i mean is there a feeling
3: based on what you guys have seen and based on who you talk to is there any hope for the
6: offense well it can't get any, it can't get any worse right um the receivers they're another year older uh you might have a new quarterback uh it depends on the offensive line the running backs are going to be there Um, They're actually catching passes, a lot more passes even in the slot, so that helps. And uh, you know, I think I think so. I think we'll be a little better this year. I think records will be a little better this year. Yeah, like one twenty six, one twenty five. Yeah, yeah. That's better. <laughs> but That's better. I mean, <laughs> it's improvement. It's better. Stay
3: tuned. And by the way, uh, after uh, Chris and Richie here, we're gonna have uh, over unders yeah. gambling segment coming up. You'll hear one of those funny transition noises at the uh, end, and, and, and we we'll have and
2: we have an incredible oh, amount of yes. guest appearances. Yes, there there is Guys, something very special. Guess how coming. many guest appe- guess how many guest appearances will we have? We'll be on this episode. We'll be on we this have episode. Two beyond, beyond these two. Beyond these two. i I'm... I don't even know. 20. 20. We have 20 guest appearances on this podcast. I, we told you this was going to be a real extravaganza of 20. an episode. 20.
3: Okay, so at some point you're going to hear 20 guests. Um we need to also get fired up at some point for the football season. I think we'll we'll take care of that at some point later I don't know. on. I
2: don't know yet. We'll I'm see. Sure. We'll find
3: out. <laughs> we'll get to that. I want to switch to the defensive side, guys. Um, we know, listen, special teams, best part of, of Rutgers. Max, we got the hashtag going, you, punter punter. but capital R. you. Punter punter yeah. yeah. Everybody needs to catch on to that. That was PU. <laughs> Other people are calling Rutgers oh, okay, after many might. reasons. Um, <laughs> defensively, okay, we keep hearing. The, uh, the D-backs, are, are, that's going to be a strong point. The linebackers could be a strong point, And it's a question mark on the defensive line. Is that kind of where you guys are both at after seeing them for, again, the limited time that you, you've you been able to?
4: D-back, um, corners, yes. Safety's another thing and experience again. Um, but you have Malik Dixon back there who's starting to take charge, the former USF uh, DB who uh, missed all last season for obvious reasons. Um, he's starting to take charge back there. Damon Hayes, Avery Young's a captain in waiting. If he's not a captain next year, I'll be completely shocked. The defensive line, Tverdov, is phenomenal. Lemoore's great. The interior, again, scares the shit out of me. Okay,
3: Chris, where are you at on
4: the defense?
6: Um, pretty much the same. Um, the linebacker, I, l- I like the linebacker group. Um, you know, Tyshawn Fogg. Uh, I thought I thought he should have started since he was a freshman, um, but he was stuck behind Deontay Roberts and Trevor Morris. But I thought he should have started as a freshman. I mean, do they have a chance without a pass rush? because the last three years they have like the passers has been almost as bad as a passing game. So I made I made the bold prediction that Rutgers will have will finish in the middle of the Big 10 in terms of sacks. Um, but that's a big leap cuz they've been I think 116 last year in sacks national They were last in the Big 10, but I think they had like 16 in the last two years something like, something like that. Um but again, it depends <clears throat> if teams run on them, then they're not going to be like teams aren't going to pass the ball, so then they can't get sacks. So it depends on if they stop the run rucker's
2: 118th in sacks last year with 16 yeah um but what about the depth issues yeah know chris ash That's has been talking point. for years about how you know we see good starters but then they wear down in games and give up a lot of big plays are the depth issues any better
4: uh linebacker looks good there's a couple new guys obviously as you mentioned fogs one uh maddox williams is back uh he was i think he was dinked up two years ago actually so he's he's good to go again uh Faducasi's there. Drew Singleton's there. Uh, the depth is really good there. The cornerbacks, the depth's great. The uh, the safeties, there's there's depth, but it's still inexperienced, a little questionable. And then that interior defensive line, that's the the biggest well right
2: now. And they're playing a three four.
4: Uh, it's it's a three four with like an outside linebacker that's just basically a strictly pass rusher. So he, his, most of the time his hands on the ground, or sometimes he's up. It's it's vice versa.
3: Uh, really important question. At what week? are we going to get our grit question asked by either of you two to Chris Ash?
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: it's, it better come this season. You may not have that many opportunities if things don't go well in these first
2: couple of weeks. So we wait, listen, it's either coming from you guys or I'm well, getting cratched. But, this. But, but here's the thing. The grit goes beyond chris ash the grit is a university-wide thing so true you could ask it to anybody i just want video of it and you feel free to mention
3: our names <laughs> you so, could you could say whatever you want to them just, about it. just repeat
4: us. the question so everyone do, so everyone we knows you just
3: again. need to know, you need to ask anybody it could be pat hobbs you that's see sad. by the way i cannot I, I guarantee you when he walks past the tailgate at some point either this i am yelling a grit question to him i will do it i have no problem doing it um so we got grit chant that's a good one yeah. too yeah. um you just got to ask either what does grit mean to you or why why is grit a pillar of uh, the athletic department or just how would you define grit. Any of those are good. Any of those. And you can mention you could say, "Hey, the guys at the RU Screw podcast are kind of curious. This isn't my question, this is their question. You have a problem with it? Take it up with them. Go on their podcast and go
2: talk about it to them." So, so, so back to football. I think that did have to yeah, do a little bit with kinda. football. Uh, Chris Ash showed us last year, I think, something we, we knew about him, that he's a pretty good X's and O's guy. When, once he took over as a defensive play caller, about I think it was midway through the season, the defense went from unbelievably bad to, to pretty good. Their, their, their final ranks ended up being pretty good. What kind of role is he going to have this year in the defensive play calling? I know we don't really necessarily know exactly uh, what, what the chain of command is, but w- will he have a big influence
6: in, in the play calling? Andy Boo is going to call the defense. Uh, Chris Ash said he's always going to be involved with the defense. He doesn't, he doesn't talk to He doesn't do anything on offense, but he, he's going to be involved on defense. But Andy Boo is going to call the defense. Richie seems doubtful. Uh, he's no, skeptical he is. He of that. He calling the defense,
4: but this is also uh,
6: what happened to Neiman last year. He got
4: relieved of his play calling duties. What happened to Andy Boo last year? Got relieved of his play calling duties. So why are we
1: going through this charade from week one?
4: Oh, because they're best friends. He coached with Andy Boo at, like, three other locations. I mean,
1: so. I like Max, but I'd never let him call my defense.
2: <laughs> you know, I think I did call the defense for the WRSU Targum game back in uh, 2009. So I did that. Did we win? I can't remember. We did. No, we destroyed him. We did.
4: Okay. Yeah. What's so a win feel like?
3: <laughs> <laughs> by the way shout out to it was a topic on the message boards today i do because i'm going to forget mm-hmm. it at some point shout out to the wrsu guys today who came up there's a now daily sports talk show six to eight i think monday through thursday four to six on fridays they're calling it the wrsu crew which Mike, is like you do didn't like I, I don't care about the name it just kind of sounds like our name like just, the wr now max is funny he's like yo you get, bring out a podcast you're gonna call it the wrsu, WRSU crew pod we're pursuing you
2: apparently yeah apparently they're gonna have uh you guys have lawyers by the way Thought. We may need them. <laughs> the, the, Get one. Uh, this guy went to some one year of law school. Apparently the, the, they're going to put on a podcast or some kind of like clips of their show. And if they call it the WRSU Crew Podcast, that's the same name. Like, that's exactly the same. It is. But it's going to be cool. Apparently, they're going to have guests. They're going to have a call-in. You
3: got, like, (laughs) five outlets for between Rutgers Podcast and live shows
2: over the air. That's pretty ridiculous. 88.7 if you're within 40 feet of the Rutgers Student Center. And then uh, online at WRSU.org. Yeah, and Rutgers wants to make sure that no one sees any practice, no
1: one talks to any of the players, gets the coach once a week, and they basically want to, like, delete themselves from everyone's consciousness. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know until next year I guess. I mean, we were Both supposed move. to
6: move uh, Cotton. We were <laughs> Ocho. Uh we were supposed to go to practice today and they basically weren't they basically didn't allow us. So I, I mean, look, I coming
1: from a media not I mean not background if it's my career at this point, I obviously always get agitated when coaches make this move and I I remember Greg Gianno um I think they won during the Greg Gianno era, is that right? I believe Adam, yeah. Adam talks about it a lot. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I believe they had open practices. I believe they had pretty frequent media availability. I believe Kyle Flood did pretty well in the Big Ten. Wait, 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 wait a Kyle second. Flood. Are you
2: citing Greg Schiano's treatment of the media as like some sort of? thing you should aspire to like i mean he's got more openness than than chris ash yeah <laughs> there are some crazy stories about the greg shiano era and like <laughs> i don't think i would ever media.
1: dispute that he was a like type triple a type of person but i mean at least he let him watch practice and he yeah from what i understand sometimes would censor them like it was you know a soviet newspaper controlling their reporters but still like they got access that, and I, I, just don't get it. And I think James Crash has said it often on Twitter, but it's just a general point. If you want people to know about your program, like you got to let people know what's going on, right? Like I, I, it seems self-evident. That's too much logic for Rutgers.
3: All right. You guys are on our <laughs> bag, bandwagon, which is good. Um I wanna quickly talk schedule. You guys each you mentioned this. You had your we got confused with it, I think, when we had you on the phone with uh it's not bowl predictions, which we got confused with early on last season. We we're like, Oh, Rucker's going to bowl game. You're no, predicting no, which you, bowl. You
2: called it a bull you called them bull predictions. Oh,
3: I did, and you just couldn't understand me. Right. Okay. Your bold predictions for twenty nineteen came out. You had two wins, Richie, or three? Uh think two and then chris you I, had three I had, I had three okay why two richie I and mean, where are the two coming from
4: and is it really going to be that bad um yeah no it, it is <laughs> uh right now i mean I, i'm with McLean's carter as the starter most likely i would probably maybe give him three.
3: Oh, oh didn't you say that um one of them that will be not surprised it would be a big 10 win yeah, I think that's yeah. what you're because Illinois is just just as bad. Okay, which is what I think we've said too. So would you put the Liberty game as in toss up? You had I'd mentioned that 100%. that you you like them. Um, uh,
4: Hugh Freeze is just a hell of a coach. I know the recruiting violations and all that nonsense, but last year he got them six wins. They have a couple NFL caliber players right now. It's Buffalo all over again. B-
6: Buffalo. I think I think the Rockets lose to Liberty as of as of right now. By that
3: time, they may not even be in the Buffaloes category. I mean, you're talking about last year, how bad it was. Not like the Buffa Nova, what we cite early 2000s. Rutgers my money direction. line.
2: Yeah, okay, thank you for reminding me of that. Adam bet the Rutgers money line State? against Buffalo, despite me telling him not to. Stay tuned for our gambling Ooh. segments later on.
3: Uh, I have not gotten any better, probably. Um, so, Chris, you had him at Three. Is it a three where, again, it's kind of out of conference and they get blown out in the Big Ten,
6: or do you think they're competitive against the Indianas and the Marylands this year? I think I think they're competitive against the Indianas, the Marylands, Illinois. Uh, I think they beat UMass. There's there's one. Um, I think out of the Big Ten games that are like the more powerhouses, uh, Richie doesn't agree with me, but I think the Rutgers has a shot at, at Iowa. Um, I think you know they they almost beat Iowa a couple of years ago. I think it was 2016. It was like 14-7. Um, a lot, a lot of different things, a lot of different players since then. But they have they have a shot against them. Uh, the biggest game of the year is Boston College. Did they agree to play like?
3: 13 on nine versus Iowa that you haven't told us about? Or... The thing about
2: Iowa is if they can they always, don't they can always lose like nine to six. Yes, it could be like a typical I guess you can get lucky. And that 2016 game, if you remember, I think that was the last time it was kind of fun around here because that game was close. Yes. And Janarian Grant had a huge play down the sideline and you were getting pumped. that I think they were about to tie the game, maybe even take the lead. And then that was the play that Janarian Grant yeah, broke his hurt. ankle on yeah. and then ever since then it has just gone downhill.
3: Yeah, and so that pretty much signifies how bad things have gotten. Um, yeah, this this schedule to me it doesn't obviously lay out well at the end. I think they're not going to really. Uh, is there a benchmark that you guys? Let, let's go into the Chris Ash conversation. That seems to be the talk on the the boards all the time. If they has a bad year, when does he get fired? Does he get fired? Is there some type of win mark that he's got to hit?
4: I mean, from what you guys are plugged into the scene, where are we stand with that? It's I basically from when I. Can tell, and from what I've heard, it's three four five, three. five. Three, he's out. Four, eh, maybe, and five, he stays. Like I have five wins in this schedule. I
2: can't see a way he doesn't stay. Isn't that kind of like arbitrary, almost? Because it's, la- it's, because last we don't know anything yet. But but it's I know. But it's like it's like last season they very easily could have won three <coughs> games and they still would have had a really bad season. And also, it's just like making a decision based on. Like one game or two games based on your, your, like the entire future of your program. It just seems kind of foolhardy.
1: Yeah. I mean, like last year they beat Northwestern or they lose to Northwestern. It was basically like a coin flip, you know, those types of sub touchdown difference games. Really one of the matter. worst
2: football games ever played.
1: Yeah. And that's what I mean. Like whether they get two wins or one, you know, I think it reflects the same on Chris Ash. Mm-hmm. I would think that that variance between three to five, especially if they're all close games, knowing what logical people know about the results of, sports games that are close like i i think it would reflect the same on him
2: and doesn't a lot of it just come down to money and if they can get together the money to to pay the buy no, i Rutgers can't be- has I, money. I can't i can't believe before we we uh we did it before the season stock t- started we're already at buyout talk well i mean
1: what, what's the old joke about uh chris rock made on letterman about the mets you know some teams have uh free bat day the mets have bring a bat day like that's kind of where Rutgers is at right like every year you kind of have to include money into all this.
4: Yeah, I mean, if they're competitive in the games, and they're if you win three games, and you're competitive against the the big dogs. Like right now, if you look at the schedule, you can probably mark four losses immediately. And unless you're competitive against the middle tier, at the very least, I just can't see a reason to keep them. No, your I, no, no, I'm gonna get banned from practice next week again. <laughs> so I'm just gonna throw it out. I yeah. mean, <laughs> you could have just showed up and they would
3: have banned you at this point. I don't, I don't. Again, blame it on us. We're fine. We're not, listen. We've we've said it from the beginning. We're honest, whether that's good or bad. If they start playing well, we see a big jump, we're gonna give them oh my credit where credits too. We'll this, we'll throw like, a fucking parade. I whatever they want us to do. I, so they can't get you know angry about that, but I, I don't want to go off a tangent. Let them do what they want to do. Um, so the schedule to me, again, toss up. I think there's plenty of losses as you said to mark up the benchmark, as Max has said, it's a little there's nuance to it. Yeah, we don't we don't know anything yeah, until it's yeah, played it's, out. If it's
2: two ten, the what only, kind of two ten? The is, it, only, is it a two in ten where the passing game moves into right, the top right, one ten yeah. and the country is it a two and ten where above navy above <laughs> right is it a, but but is it a three and nine where you're you know it's the third quarter against the Penn only, State and you think you're in the game like is is that the kind of three because I think that matters and Mike I think I know you and I wholeheartedly disagree on this but I think you have to consider where Rutgers is as a program when you're kind of framing the expectations for this season and like what what you need to see sure I would say that the
1: think The way that I would think where three and nine is palatable is if this year the freshman class and the sophomores begin to play in a way where you think you have a strong base of young talent. That, to me, I think would be more indicative than like three or four wins is is if you finally recruited a class that you can see being a building block for success going forward. If Stanley King and Isaiah Washington uh, you already know Isaiah Pacheco's good, but Artakowski as well. Like if those guys and a bunch of other players I've never heard of, but I'm sure you guys know about, like, look good and you're like, Okay, these freshmen can eventually make this a bowl team next year or the year after that, but they only won three games. I think that to me is is a better indicator of what to do than if, you know, they keep Michigan to three touchdowns or they keep Iowa competitive. Like I would rather see that as a better indicator of what to do going forward.
4: Going back to the Penn State thing real quick, if he beats Penn State, they're putting a third statue outside. I'm in on that. I'll, one, I will I, donate to that.
1: One and 11
3: and beat Penn State? Sure. Okay, a couple of rapid fires here. What do you think of us being one of the new major donors to Rutgers Athletics? Of the spirit and cheer team, the wrestling team. There's a lot of them. The softball, the, the uh, hockey. cross country. You guys still um, number one for all these? I. We might be at this point. Some I, of them, I, I yeah. Don't Wrestling,
2: know. we got overtaken. So um, we're right, setting a good example.
3: Soon. You've partnered with some very high up people right now. Yeah, intellectual people. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Well, philanthropic. I'm still on this podcast, <laughs> yeah. so Mike kind of holds up the end there with the special words every once in a while that I don't understand. Um, the rod. You guys like the rod? I slowly, mean, slowly getting erect.
4: It is. It go. is.
3: That. Those I, are all your thoughts on the rod. I mean,
4: it's. How, how excited can you get for I a- I wasn't ready. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, aren't we supposed to get a uh, throwback
3: uniform unveiling on Friday?
4: Happens Two. this week. Uh, I'm not saying it happens Tuesday, Thursday, or Friday, but it's going to happen it's gonna one happen day this week. This week. Okay.
3: <laughs> and this is going to be worn against Minnesota, uh, I have yeah, heard, Correct? for homecoming. For homecoming. Yeah. Um, beer in the stadium, because this is important to Mike, um,
4: where are we at in terms of the type of beer? Uh, it's going to be Miller. There's going to be a couple craft breweries. Miller owns a bunch. I'm sure everyone loves those seltzers. They, they're partnered with uh, those.
2: Mike loves the seltzers. I'm not going to lie. White them. Claw, if you're listening, we'd love to become the official podcast of White Claw in
1: exchange for money. They ruin seltzers. How do
3: you ruin seltzer? It's not that difficult. It sucks to begin with. What? We gotta put up. a oh we gotta wow. we have to
2: put up a poll because seltzer is What's? garbage. Oh it's awful. Um, I'm wow, watching. Max I'm, and I what? are on the same page with oh. this. Oh oh, it's the it's the it's, the it's the it's hold on. The world. Hey guys, you know soda? This Let's take out all the food? sugar. This is how
1: I knew you guys grew up so affluent that you hate seltzer. Wait,
2: what? I, I feel like seltzer is the, the the nectar of the rich. Like I don't. <laughs> yeah, it's like the girl. It's like
1: what? the. Uh, no, no. Maybe your hard seltzer. I'm talking about like the 89 cents or like the five for two dollars uh, <laughs> at Shoprite. <That's> a <laughs> five for two dollars at Shoprite, man. I don't know what the hell you guys are talking about. White Claw is like the
2: bougie thing. I'm talking Ooh. about actual seltzer. I
1: don't know, man. I, this is
2: this has to be a poll because
5: like, seltzer,
1: is seltzer sel- good? It's, it's no. It's, it's. Do you drink it, seltzer? It, I mean, what's the question?
2: We, ha- we, have to, seltzer, we have to seltzer, ask seltzer, it the right seltzer question mark? Yes or no? It's not that fine, hard. Fine,
1: yeah. fine,
3: okay. Anyway, I'm so angry. Put it out now. Do the poll, and we'll get some I'll, I'll results do, at I'll the do, end of I'll this. Do, yeah, do. put it out, Mike, and we'll put some results in at the end of this uh this episode here. I okay. like doing
2: these things live. Remember last week we had yeah, Mike was texting fun. live on. Yes, the Yes, texting
3: and, live yeah. that worked out oh, well. Cool. Do you? Okay, uh, name
4: the fight song, please. Ah, uh, the bells must ring. Okay, oh. good. I, good I, job, I good mean, job, Richie. If I didn't watch or listen to the show last right. week, I never would have knew. Right, <laughs> <not> the point. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I knew it. Good. I good good it. job, Chris. That's that's very very good. Okay, so there there's going to be beer. That's a positive this year. Going back to this real quick, you never notice when they play the fight song, they don't sing the bells must ring in the stadium. Well, that's a lo- a lot in terms of like you mean the whole thing. Well, they just don't say the words, the bells must ring. They
3: just do the R-U- R-U-R-I. Right, right, right. Well, well, human beings are pretty stupid. We need to condense it and Sometimes just keep you'll it. Sometimes
2: like, you'll, you'll hear like the band or the, or the or Joe Nolan over the, 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 yes. the PA will be like, the bells must ring. Yes. And then the guys like, well, I made it Dick Vitale. Yeah, it was kind you of always vital. do. It was <laughs> hey, the bells, the must, bells must, must ring. ring. <laughs> oh, Jesus.
3: Um, all right, anything else? Uh, final questions for the guys here, Max, that we needed to get to? We got their predictions. Um, see how things your, go. Can I hear your best Dickie V impression? Oh, yeah. Give him your best Dicky V impression. <laughs> yeah. It's
5: awesome,
2: baby. It's terrible. It's not
3: good. <laughs> he was one, by the way. On, he's on the list of, like, dream guests for this podcast from me. Oh he does have God. a Rutgers connection. Yeah. yeah. I may or may not have his cell phone number, by the way. Ooh. Just oh. saying. Ooh. So dipsy Does Dickie
2: V have a flip phone, or do you think he has a smartphone? I think he's or? got a smartphone. Okay. I think he's got a smartphone. What, what were those Maybe
5: phones? Those big Zach Morris
2: phones. The big Zach Morris oh, yeah. one. What were the phones uh, with the, from like the mid-2000s with the keyboard? Was that like a kick or something? A- Sidekick? Sidekick, yeah. Side yeah. Maybe he has one of those. These
4: guys were too young for that. I had one. You know? I had that. I had the Razor. <laughs> I had them all. <laughs> all
3: right. So it's it's going to be an interesting year. Uh, we'll, we'll have you guys on throughout, obviously, uh, and see where things go. But we do appreciate the time that you gave us uh, this evening. Um, you can catch, again, all the work. Use the promo code Adidas to go premium. You get a $75 gift card as well, which is pretty awesome. Rutgers.Rivals.com. Also, check out their uh, their store right now. T-shirts, some pretty awesome ones. Oh, uh, before we go, we had joked about it because Mike didn't know the bells must ring was the fight song. I would come up with a useless Rutgers uh, stat or or you know fact every week. And this week, I actually don't have to give one because one of our guests happens to have a useless Rutgers fact for us and I think Richie
4: did his homework this week so Richie do you have your useless fact for Mike of course I got two technically oh it kind of partners with each other so the Chanticleer former mascot WCTC was named after the Chanticleer CTC Chanticleer sort of you get it yeah Yeah, kind of I didn't know that either I thought that was a very then also the barn nicknamed the barn because it was the barn with the chicken and all that. So, yeah. so there you go. Okay, that makes
3: sense. So yeah. the, the, they are your useless facts of the week in in regards to to Rutgers.
1: I mean, it would have been nice if you also brought those sweet chanticleers t shirts wow. you guys are selling. <laughs> you know, three, go four. To the store. <laughs> yeah, go to the store. Obviously, everyone should buy them. I'm saying we, we should get some swag. We do. It's we literally is. right it's behind it's you right we now. They brought us t shirts. T-shirts.
3: All right, we'll work on that. One more. Step yeah. up your fact game and have better knowledge, and maybe they'll gift you with some stuff. Game? No, your
2: <laughs>
5: fact, fact fact. <laughs> yeah. Fact. Game. Don't worry. Mike doesn't need to do that
2: first
3: one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Well, guys, enjoy the opener. Uh, as we say to every guest who will actually be at a Rutgers game, we'll be in the Scarlet Lot. You're more than welcome to join us. You should at least. There's alcohol. There's food. Sold. There's a lot of us complaining. Sold on alcohol. So, uh, we'll, we'll be good. Thanks for joining us, boys. Appreciate it. Thanks for having yeah, us. Appreciate Thanks. it. <laughs> Alright, that was a lot of fun. Thank you for uh, Richie and Chris coming on over uh, and getting that in-studio guests are uh they were great um we great talked, information great people who information. know what they're talking about like yes it's it, it was good i mean again we joke on here a lot i think we know some stuff but those guys obviously know a lot they see it uh firsthand all the time so it was good to have them on in we hope everybody is excited for rutgers and umass this friday night at shi stadium mike are you uh, have you decided are you going rutgers stadium are you going shit stadium? Or are you actually going to call it by its corporate sponsor now? Where Where are you at on that? Well, definitely not by the corporate. Sponsor. I know you have your rule. Um, it'll depend how much they lose by. Okay, all right. Uh, I don't know though how positive. Like it was, it was a great conversation. Just don't know how positive I feel not off of it. Very
2: positive at all. Right,
3: great info, but it doesn't make me amped for this season because you may be facing a reality where this is going to be another disappointing season um, for Rutgers football. Yeah, I
2: mean, it kind, of, it kind of brought me down a little bit, to be honest. I, I wish there was something that just kind of lift me up, you know? You know, guys, it's funny you say that. Um, because back in May, I got really hyped up about the upcoming basketball season. Uh, and I went on a rant that a lot of people enjoyed. If you haven't heard it, uh, you can find that on YouTube by searching Rutgers Basketball Hype Rant. And I've been thinking for a while about whether or not I wanted to do one for football season. You know, morale is pretty low around here. People don't seem to be all that excited. We've lost eleven in a row. We all know all you know all that. It just didn't seem appropriate. Is the excitement really there? Would it be forced? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Let's go. Let's go. It's football season, everybody. I need the hype music. You know, a lot of people around here are down on Chris Ash, but not me. I consider myself an asshole ash hole, ash hole, and on Friday, we're gonna pack the shy full of ash holes, we got McLean Carter, McLean starter, the fire starter, the red rifle, the South Paw. I wrote this assuming the starter would be announced by now, we got Art Sitkowski, start Sitkowski, Kelly Kapowski, that's only there because Mike insisted that I make a saved by the bell reference, we got Isaiah Pacheco, 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 that's not just his name. That's the sound of him bouncing off tacklers. Pacheco, Pacheco. We got Raheem Blackshear, beloved by Reggie Bush, who somehow is the only person to have been kicked out of a club that includes OJ Simpson. We got Aaron Young. I thought he was the pie man, but it's actually Isaiah Washington. We got Davon Robinson, probably the best receiver on the roster, who for some reason was a tight end last year. We've got a bunch of other receivers, and we have no idea which of them are going to play. We got Tyshawn Fogg, the Fogg Machine. He probably deserves a better nickname. We got Willington Prevalon. Sounds like the name of a British butler. We got CJ Onyechi, donating $50 to Aid for Africa for each sack this season. He's going to be broke by the end of the season. More so, pay the players. We got Trey Avery, the touchdown savory because he saves touchdowns. We got Adam Corsak, the Aussie assassin, the assassin. But of course, we're not punting a single time this season, so we better get used to the bench. We got Cole Murphy, Hold Murphy, the best holder in all the land, preseason holder of the year watch list. Yes, that is the thing that exists. And look at this cupcake schedule that we have. I don't see a single loss, to you? It starts with UMass. UMass? You ass. Iowa, this is not your year to start a completely fraudulent 8-0 when everyone knows you're not any good. Kirk Ferentz, future NFL head coach. For the last 30 years, it ain't going to happen, bro. Boston College, some are calling it the biggest game of the Chris Ash era. Yeah, it's going to be the biggest something, the biggest blowout. Michigan. Hey, Harbaugh, we're going to make you soil your stupid khakis that are apparently from Lululemon. Hey, Lululemon, if you're listening, we'd love to become the official podcast of Lululemon in exchange for briefcases of cash. Their clothes are so expensive. Maryland, it doesn't matter what happens. You will always be the school that hired Randy Edsel. By the way, Rutgers fans, we can always say, hey, at least we're not UConn. Indiana, according to Kevin Fine, one of the original listeners of this podcast, Indiana is a state so bad that if you live there, you sometimes have to eat at Subway in order to survive. We ain't losing to them. Minnesota, PJ Fleck, PJ Fleck, row the boat, row the boat. You're going to row the boat right over a waterfall and into a river of shit at our newly named stadium. Also, everyone knows that row the boat is just chop the wood with a different verb and noun. You're a thief, Fleck, Illinois. Why does Lovey Smith have the beard of Tom Hanks in Castaway? Have you seen this? Google it. Next is Ohio State. Blow Ohio State, and when we're done with you, you're gonna be no more Ohio State. Michigan State would have the most awful scandal in college sports history if not for the next team on the schedule. Penn State, Penn's Taint, Crappy Valley, James Franklin, Lames Franklin. Now you may notice I left one team off the schedule. I have the right to discriminate against any university that I may feel like, and I randomly chose to discriminate against this one. I don't care what the critics say. The night is always darkest before the dawn. Harvey Dent said that in The Dark Knight. And before that, it was said by English theologian Thomas Fuller in a religious travelogue he wrote back in 1650. Guys, it's the 150th anniversary of college football, and we're going to celebrate it with our second national championship. Remember, we were co-champions back in 1869. Are you guys excited? It's finally here. It's football season. This is our time. We are Rutgers football. And there's just one more thing, boys. Say it. With me, we are Scarlet Knights, the most passionate fans in college athletics. We cheer our teams, win or lose. We stand when our teams exit and enter the field of play. We, we welcome, welcome our opponents and their fans as guests in our university home. We, we respect all
6: student-athletes and celebrate their efforts. We know our enthusiasm on game
5: day
3: helps to recruit the, the nation's best. We strive to make everybody's experience enjoyable. We are the State University and Big Ten proud. This is Rutgers
5: R- U- R- R-
3: Whoo! Woo. Woo! Yeah! I had no idea how we were going to go in cadence-wise and read that at the end there. <laughs> it it, it could have worked. It, it fucking it worked, that worked out, out. No end. prior
1: planning. worked out. Yeah. Woo! Proud of you guys.
2: Oh. I just had to get all that out, you know. I, that, that now just I off I feel the top good. of your
1: head, you did that so well. Now I feel
3: good. Now I'm ready to go. Now I'm fired up. And I'm ready for football season. Football season is back. It's we here, are guys. back
2: it's here. We have things to talk about. We're not just bull. I mean, we'll be bullshitting all the time, but we'll That's actually. That's true. Have yeah, we're, to we're still gonna about. bullshit. Yeah, but now we have something really special. Now, during the interview with uh, Chris and Richie, I kind of gave a preview that we have twenty guest appearances lined up for this podcast. Right? We went around the Rutgers universe, went around the, the podcast, and. Ask people what they thought of the upcoming Rutgers football season. Okay, so are you guys excited for this? Are you guys excited for this little. This little? I'm excited because
3: of the number. I can't believe right? we got that 20. many people. We got 20. I can't believe people. we did this much work. We, I mean, no, what? Max did most of the work. People, yeah, 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 People
2: record it, send it. It's like, it doesn't take any time. Okay, All this right. is effort. It's impressive. Also, no, we're not. This isn't recorded. We're, we're opening up the phone lines. Oh,
1: I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah.
3: yeah,
2: it's okay. We, 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 we
1: got people to call. By the way, if you want to call in this oh, year. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I was mentioning this. If you now. want to call in this year, leave us a voicemail. Uh, if it's the best one that week, we'll play it.
2: Why don't we explain how they're going how to do to this? How well, to leave re- a voicemail. You can record it on your phone and email it to us at ruscrewpot at gmail.com. And if you're, I don't know if we want to name like a best voicemail of the week or if, you know, if I you would can love be funny. to. I, if, I would love to. If you want, if you yeah. want to yell at us and, and tell us we suck, like whatever you want to do. And I,
1: I think it's fair that if you are the voicemail that we pick each week, we'll give you a piece of our future never going to actually happen swag.
2: Sure, sure. Like okay. you'll get
1: an IOU for a death
2: place you, of college you know football we'll, T-shirt.
3: You'll find us in the parking lot. We'll give you an RU screw pod um, printout of our logo. Yeah, the fake. <laughs> we sticker. do have
2: those. Oh, that's right. We have. To we'll give it.
1: you a printout and some scotch
2: tape. Okay. All right. So let's let's go to our first. Season preview, we're going to go out to Keith Sargent of NJ Advance Media. Sarge, what do you think of the upcoming Rutgers football season? I think they're
4: going to throw a lot of different wrinkles. I think you'll see a mix of of McLean Carter, Arsikowski, Johnny Langen, a package for for all three. I think they're going to be very creative. I think they come away, beat Boston College. The other prediction, James Cratch will be better dressed than me at every game this season.
3: Keith, are you calling from a bathroom? Where are you right now? That is he off the line? He hung up. Yeah, he hung, he hung up. up. He hung up yeah. It sounded like he was in one of because uh, a, a stall in a bathroom, where just nothing but
1: echoes. I was going to tell him that's not really going out on the limb with that second prediction, but
2: all uh, right. Well, let's, let's go all out right. to James Cratch. Well, oh, James is oh, joining us. Let's go out to James Cratch of NJ Advance. Hey, James. James, what do you think of the upcoming Rutgers football season?
4: My big prediction for this Rutgers season: the best pound for pound player on the Scarlet Knights roster, punter Adam Korsak, will be first team all big ten Ooh. and I'm gonna try to wear a different tie to every game this year we'll see if I can pull it off
1: we should do an over under on James crash
2: ties right that was, yeah let's set it at
5: Different ties?
4: yeah different
2: 11 and a half I mean he said he would do it so now let's say 11 and a half and is he going to wear a different tie or not to wear it yeah tie? he is because he'll he'll hold he hear he'll hear this yeah over. I, I'm gonna put the under. Over. I'll go over you see
1: you were doubting him I'm not doubting him as much as I'm doubting how difficult it is one to caveat, remember to do this. One James you'll make me very happy. You could either I'll let you get out of the grit question.
3: In order to not ask the grit question, one of the games at home has to be with you wearing a bow tie.
1: Uh, I think we should debut an RU Screw podcast tie and have him wear that.
2: <laughs> yeah, more swag that we're never going to make. All right, so our next guest, our next caller, let's go over to Aaron Brightman of On the Banks. Aaron, what do you think of the upcoming Rutgers football season?
4: My prediction for Rutgers football in 2019 for fans, anxiety, frustration, why me, deja vu all over again. I see it
1: being a little better than last year, but not much. Too many question marks and concerns. Three and nines, my take.
3: We got a lot of good responses so far. I yeah. like this. Oh, I mean, the phone lines are buzzing. Why, why go, is he the, calling
1: in from outside of like a, a, plane? <laughs> a rock oh, wait, toss? He was in a plane oh, wait, just in the beginning. Make
2: fun of the quality of every single one of our callers. <laughs> yes, Come this on. is this is the game. Come on. All right. Let's go out to Mike Pavlichko of WCTC. Mike, what do you think of the upcoming Rutgers football season?
0: With a modicum of offense, this team is marginally better, and I say that's good for another couple wins. So, unless the sky falls completely, I say at least four. I also predict that Max is going to make fun of me. Using the word modicum in a sentence.
1: And I
2: will always take an opportunity (laughs) to make fun of Mike. I
1: I will say that's a 10 on sound quality, an 8 on elocution, uh, and a 4 on uh, max jokes. (laughs) They could have been better.
3: I never thought I would say somebody has a better voice than John McNulty, but there you go.
2: Yeah. All right, so let's go out to our next caller, uh, someone who we don't know if he likes us or if he hates us or, or really. Let's go over to this John. Could, wait, this could be, I was going to say, this could be any number of people. <laughs> Basically, I have 20 people. I'm like, well, I'm thinking <laughs> 90 right, right now. Let, let, let's go over <laughs> to John Someone from Rutgers, Rutgers Marketing. Rutgers alumni. John, And uh, right. co-host of the Scarlet Spotlight Podcast. I hear the over-under in Vegas is two and a half for the number of pizza boxes that Adam will burn in the future. And I'm definitely taking the over. Thanks, John. You missed our episode a couple weeks ago. Adam uh, put a pizza box in the oven. It was made of cardboard and it caught on fire.
3: Okay, quick, quick, just to bring Have that. Have you
2: stopped, by the way?
3: To bring that full circle? No. Wait, wait, wait. Mama Health Gut has Can confirmed I? that that is an actual thing that she did forever, which is why I did it. And
1: I've seen it done before. We were at Adam's parents house Saturday there was pizza did you put those in the oven no, it came no right because out. you were there yeah oh, i was waiting for you guys you to waited, arrive you waited like 5 minutes for us when you burn your almost no, burn your, no, your house no, down. down the
3: pizza was about 45 minutes yeah. early okay. i was i was trying to save you from cold so you pizza. were you were still going to endanger a saturday night
2: if we if had we had been, been there?
3: A, yeah like sure. if we had showed up afterward yes yeah, so my mom has a way nicer kitchen than i do nice new oven so burn it um, all down
2: yeah why not all right, so should we get to our next caller?
3: By the our, way, John, take the under on that. I'm, take the under. I'm Not. taking the under just because I hope like Adam's two and a half learned is, his lesson. So Apparently, two, he has Well, hasn't. I did
2: burn two because we had two right. pizza boxes and, together. And I don't enough. Will you continue to alive. do this? All right, let, let's 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 go house. out to uh, our first, the first in-person guest that we had. Uh, Adam sort of tricked him into coming to his house. Uh, we think he might have thought it was a studio. Let's go to former Rutgers uh, defensive lineman and current Canadian Football League player Jamal Westerman. Jamal, what do you think of the upcoming Rutgers football season? This year, I expect a physical year from the Scarlet Knights.
1: You know, the coaching staff has been together. The team has been together. I'm expecting to come out and be physical, and if all that happens, a physical group that protects the football and plays good defense, I'm expecting six and six this year. Make it to a bowl game, nice. Make it to a bowl game, let's go. I fucking love. Wow. I, I, I love you, Jamal. Wow.
2: And he just—he he was so much yeah, fun. He was—he was a lot of fun. It was a he great actually, podcast. He just got injured again. He tore his tr- triceps yeah, so he was out for the year, in, in and he's still
1: called in. Yeah. With he, the other tricep, obviously. Right. Exactly. So that's grit.
2: That's great right there. All right, so uh, our next caller, let's go over to Brian Fonseca of NJ Advanced Media. Brian, what, is your, uh, what are your thoughts on the upcoming Rutgers football season?
6: Rutgers is still not named starting quarterback. Here's my take on the issue.
2: I think that both of them are going to play. I think Sikowski won't be as bad as last year. I think Carter won't be as good as the fan base expects him to be. I think Rutgers finishes 3 and 9 and I expect the message boards to melt down on an every-other-day basis. Well, the message boards will always melt down on every-other-day basis. Look, guys, we got to pick up the pace here. We've we really got to pick up the pace <sighs> yeah, here. Let's, come go on. Out, okay. let's go out to our next caller, Chris Nowoski, who was apparently calling in even though he was just here. We kicked him out too early. He was like, this here 20 minutes ago. Chris, what is your take on the upcoming Rutgers football season?
6: A few weeks ago, we found a nice little gray cat in the bowels underneath SHI Stadium at the practice one day. And all i got to say is, Rutgers was lucky it wasn't a black cat because who knows what kind of bad luck it would have gave off on Scott knife. It was cute, though.
2: It was a cute cat. It was a cute cat. Yeah. I believe his name is Wolfie. All right, let's change things up a little bit. A lot of media members here. Let's go out to Rutgers alumni and author of the Jackson Don series, DaveWhiteBooks.com. Dave White, noted Rutgers basketball super fan. Friend of the pod. What are your thoughts on the upcoming Rutgers football season?
1: I don't have any predictions, except that it's the appetizer to the best season. Only two more months till basketball starts, you knew I had to be on brand. <laughs> Basketball drives the bus.
2: All right. This, this has been a little bit too male so far, right?
1: Yeah, our yeah. show is exceedingly our male, is unfortunately. it's exceedingly male and
2: usually exceedingly white. Let's knock out two birds with one stone and go out to Mike's wife, Rupali. Rupali, what do Surprise, you Surprise, you got her to call in. What do you think of the upcoming Rutgers football season?
1: Do you like listening to this podcast? I wish I could say the same. I can only hope that Mike will love me as much as he loves the pod one day. I think it's time to start an RU Screw Podwife support group. Why does she sound like she's hiding? <laughs> does she think I'm in the
2: other room and I can hear? She, know, she knows I left. <laughs> We're probably who didn't know the fight song, much like everyone. a lot, a lot of Rutgers alumni. Oh, Good for her. <laughs> All right, let's go out to my longtime female power more. Beth, what do you think the of work. the upcoming Rutgers football season?
4: My prediction is that I won't care about Rutgers football because football is so boring. It's basically the worst sport ever, and I don't understand why anyone cares
2: about it. That's fair.
3: She was a good sport. Right. We were watching yeah. the Miami Florida game, the yeah. three of us together and the, the girls were with us too. And
2: yeah. I mean they also, sat through
3: it. Aside from lacrosse, she's right.
2: All right. Fake Vladimir Putin. What do you think of the upcoming Rutgers football season? Hello. It's me,
1: Vlad. Long time listen, love podcast, big Rutgers fan. Have already asked many internet friends to help Rutgers this year. Chris Ash, longtime friend. Coach need help. Vlad will help.
5: <laughs> How'd you get him to call in? Well it's the fake Vladimir Putin. <laughs> oh. Yeah. How'd you get the fake
3: Vladimir Putin to call in? I know a guy. Yeah. All
2: right. All right, so let's go out to Adam's dad, Rob. Rob, what do you think of the upcoming Rutgers football season?
6: I'll go with three and nine. Significant improvement. But one question, do we get a fourth win for the victory in the reenactment game?
2: No, we do not get a victory for that. All right, let's go out to another health god. Let's go out to Craig, Adam's brother Craig.
6: All right, I'm going positive. I'm going 40. Danny no longer gets to be on the podcast and pay the damn players already.
2: There are way too many health gods. Let's go out to another health god. This one by Barrage and by choice, and you know her as the voice of the podcast. Here's Charlie and her thoughts on the upcoming Rutgers football season. Charlie, what do you have for us?
0: I predict that I'm going to get blackout drunk at every tailgate so I don't have to watch the game.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm so proud of her. She's the best. That's that, that's pretty good. All right, now let's go out to my sister Sophie, a rising junior at Penn State. Sophie, what do you think of the upcoming Rutgers football season? I don't really
1: care about the upcoming Rutgers football season. The only time that Rutgers comes up at Penn State is when we ask, why is Rutgers still even in the Big Ten? Bulls!
3: Penn State sucks! Penn State sucks! I'll bring back Penn State sucks! We're bringing back the fuck Penn State chant no matter what this year. Uh-huh.
2: Alright, now let's go out to Adam's friend MJ. MJ, what do you have to say about the upcoming Rutgers football season? What it do, what it do. All right, Rockers. I'm cutting you off after that. Are you kidding me? That what guy, it do? What well, Adam, why are you friends with this person? Wait. Does he like does he think he's Cheddar Bob from the eight mile <laughs> <No, laughs> what, what, what is I, that? I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. <laughs>
3: God, that's embarrassing. What it do, try? what it do. What it do, what it do. Who, who says hello on the telephone like that?
2: <laughs> All right, now let's go out to a friend of the podcast and a Rutgers tailgating extraordinaire Barb what are your thoughts on the upcoming Rutgers football season my crew is really excited this year to support the Knights the vibe feels super positive and we can't wait for the first game and also if you are looking for some Italian American women who are the best cooks in all of Rutgers please come to our tailgate
1: I didn't know where that was going. I could have just
2: stopped.
5: I, <laughs> I didn't Italian. know where that
3: was going. Italian. We women. do have to stop by our pocket just
2: yeah. Alright, just a couple of more <laughs> For the food. Let, let's For go the food. out to the guy from the rivals message boards who has vowed to eat a crow if Rutgers wins five games this season.
6: If Art Sikowski is the opening day starter, I predict one and eleven. If it's McLean Carter, three and nine. Either way, I definitely don't see a Chris Ash coach team making me eat a crow.
1: Why is he making that call with a Johnny Five impression?
6: (laughs) (laughs) All right.
2: Where are these people calling from? (laughs) Just one more caller. There's no name on here. It just says an anonymous fan of Rutgers and friend of the podcast. Anonymous fan of Rutgers and friend of the podcast. What do you think of the upcoming Rutgers football season?
6: Ever since the movie Concussion, I have been protesting football. I called it
5: bad football at Rutgers. Now it's shit football. I won't be going Good luck and no Shiano back. <laughs> wow.
3: Even throwing in a little uh, coaching change possibility uh, there at the end. Anonymous fan.
1: That was fun opening up the phone wow, line. we Wasn't have that a fun? lot. We
3: have a lot more yeah. people who at least know about us,
2: or maybe are fans of us. Want to call in? Uh, yeah. that shows yeah. they care. Eight thirty right. on a Monday. Yeah, night. we got to
1: keep this
3: voicemail thing going the rest of the yeah, season.
2: Yeah, no, it'll, it'll be fun. I think we'll get some good ones again. So like, what's whatever that again? you want. Are you yeah. Screwpod at Gmail? Are you Screwpod at Gmail? If you, I guess, if you personally know any of us, just text it to us. We can also do it that way. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like send in, you know, crush us, uh, crush the team, or make jokes, be funny, like whatever. You know, we'll 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 play some of the better ones and. Uh, yeah, that's what we'll do.
1: Awesome. Do you think we'll actually get any voicemails? I think we'll get. Yeah,
2: some. we'll get. I, do. Okay. I, I think. I think if you give people the opportunity to like, just have to open up your phone and say something into the phone and email it to us, it's you know twenty seconds. All right, gambling is back.
3: <laughs> the rest of the season, we are each going to get three games per week to choose from. One of them, if Rutgers is playing, will always be Rutgers. Then the other two games can be random choices, or what I'm going to do every week. Is I'm gonna put out four games for our followers to choose from. I will pick out of those four the top two. Those will be my other two each week.
2: Okay, but guys, we actually we have like an open. We have like a whole thing here. We've got an open for this. We've got a whole thing. Oh, really? We have to get to yeah. Okay. So we've got a totally original, never before been done in the history of of media. Um, so, guys, it's college football season. It's here. Hope springs eternal. It's week one in the league where they play for no pay. All right, guys, Rutgers and UMass kicking off this Friday night at SHI Stadium. Rutgers is a 15-and-a-half point favorite. Adam, let's start with you. What do you think of Rutgers and UMass? All right, well,
3: you never want to be called the Minuteman. I think we can all agree on that. That is the name of uh, Mike. You gave me that look. That's the nickname for UMass. You did not know. I thought
1: you were delving into some deeper seated problems. That was the joke that then you gave me the look.
3: Anyway, uh, I think opening up the season, I like the choice of going with uh, McLean Carter as the quarterback. I think uh, Rutgers should take care of UMass uh, no problem whatsoever. I think they also cover the 15 and a half.
2: Mike?
1: Yeah, they'll cover. They'll cover? He'll
3: cover.
2: I'm actually going to take UMass plus fifteen and a half. I think. Wow. Rutger, I think Rutgers wow. wins the game. Wow. I've been scouting UMass. I think they're a lot more competitive than people think they're going to be. Rutgers. You have been scouting them. I I have been scouting UMass. What does that mean? I have been scouting them. It means what it sounds like. I I'm an expert. And Rutgers Such has o- Rutgers has only beaten one FBS team by more than two touchdowns in the last four years. And that's Texas State last year. I don't think they do it this time. I think it's a little bit of a slog. Maybe something like twenty-seven seventeen uh, in the shy at SHI Stadium.
1: Can I use my time to complain about how much Miller White there's going to be?
2: Nope. No nope. gambling time. All right. All
1: right. So two. Uh, so now we just pick random
2: games. Did you pick? Yeah.
1: Did you say Rutgers going to cover, Mike? I have them at uh, covering fifteen and a half. Okay. Two
3: covers. One no cover. Who goes next?
2: Uh, You, you have your two games, right? So Adam's going to have his voted on.
3: Okay. The two games that were were voted on last I checked, uh, I had put, again, I'm going to try and do top 25 matchups or at least include one top 25 team in every one of those four options moving forward. The fans first chose Oregon and Auburn, the only top 25 matchup of the weekend going on in Jerry's World in Dallas. I voted for that one. The Oregon Ducks. Return Quarterback Justin Herbert is pretty damn good. There hasn't been size on a line like this on a Ducks team since Greg Goldberg goaltended for Gordon Bombay's squad way back when. Now looking into my crystal ball, I'm taking Oregon plus three and a half against Auburn. Other game that fans chose on was Syracuse at Liberty, a team that Rutgers will face later on this season. The Hugh Freeze error starts off with a home game against the ranked syracuse orange funny enough there's a lot of discussion going on at liberty right now about changing its main color to orange uh, because of how many times trump has actually visited the school also uh just thinking of a few things it was interesting i read that somebody they wanted to make their nickname the uh the fighting fallwells uh instead they kept it to the flames likely to represent the scene where most of their followers will find uh, when they die. Anyways, <laughs> I'm taking the fruit to cover at uh,
1: 17 and a half. Go orange. I totally get why Charlie drinks so much. <laughs> wow. That was good. That yeah. Was good. I, didn't
3: know
2: I can't believe you wrote, I, I, yeah, just right off the top of your head. Uh-huh, that's good. That was so good.
3: Those are my two. I'm taking Rutgers to cover. I'm taking Syracuse to cover, and I'm taking Oregon at uh, plus three got- and a half or Auburn will not cover that game.
1: Okay, I have nothing as creative as that. I didn't know that this was going to be a thing we're doing, but okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take UCLA at plus four and a half against Cincinnati. I think uh, Chip Kelly and the Bruins are going to come out fighting this year. I'm going to use as many cliches as possible, obviously. And the other game I have is I will. Oh, got it. The fighting PJ flex. Minus 12 and a half against South Dakota State.
2: All right. So I've got Idaho plus 40 at Penn State because fuck Penn State. And then I've got Northwestern plus six and a half at Stanford to cover. Um, Pat Fitzgerald and them boys looking real good this year. I can't name any other players, but I know Pat Fitzgerald. Yeah, a I, I'm a little afraid of uh, uh, that hangover
3: that Stanford may have with the Andrew Luck news. I think they could be affected by that. That's all I know about Stanford, that Andrew Luck you, went to school there. Well,
2: David Shaw, he's still the coach is there. Is Is he right? still the coach there? Yeah, I assume okay. so. Yeah.
3: They also have a weird mascot, the Cardinal, which is a tree. It's a
2: tree, yeah. What are, you,
3: what are you looking at me for like that, Mike?
2: This is an audio medium. You have to talk.
1: Say something. I just wanted silence after all of Adam's comments. But comment. there's not silence. There's 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 you and confusion. There's music. just there's music playing, yeah.
2: which is nice. I think I, I think like the, it. I, think I like the music. It, adds it makes a lot. it yeah. makes this segment. It's a completely original segment. It's yes. never been done. We've
1: before. never thought of it before. Uh-huh. No one's ever picked games on air before. And with,
2: with and, and with, with like, this type a, of
5: the type music. of like football like. music, yeah, you
3: know? excitement. Yeah. Okay. So I think we did a good job today. All right. Right. It's time to go with our season prediction over unders. Can't remember who won last year. I did have to tally somewhere. Oh, you did? I did it. Yeah, I had texted us at some point just to go back and listen to our earlier episode before last year's opener. Um, So this year, I'll do the same thing. Max, you will read each over-under. I will keep track, and we will update this at the end of the season. I think that's the best way to do this. Um, It will no doubt get lost somewhere. I will probably forget. Uh, It's going to happen. So we should start this thing off. Time for our 2019 Rutgers football over-unders. Max, as soon as you're ready, you can begin with our first over-under of 2019.
2: Our first Rutgers football over-under for next season, 150 team passing yards per game. Now, for reference, last season was 132.
3: Uh, Rutgers uh, team passing yards per game at 150. I will take the under. O- under 150. Under per 150 game. per
2: game. Mike. What was it again last year? 132. I'll take the over. I'll take the over, too. Because I think, like, last year was so bad, and they don't have to improve that much to get over 150. Uh, and you could, if you have, like, a you know, big game against UMass where you throw for 300 yards or something like that, then you can really kind of push the averages in your favor. So All I'm going right. to take the over. Next one. The next one is 150 team rushing yards per game.
3: Uh, I will take the over on this. I actually think this is the strength of the Rutgers offense. Maybe if they get some good quarterback play, uh, again, we think it's going to be McLean Carter or McLean Carter. Um I think that that can open up a little bit. Again, I think that's a one strength of position. I'm concerned about the offensive line, obviously. They need to block for the the backs. But I think that could be the area maybe where, again, we see some major improvement. I'm going to take over 150 per game.
2: And for reference, it was 134 rushing yards per game last season. Mike,
1: I'll take the over as well.
2: I'll take the under because I think the passing offense will be a little bit better, and they're going to be forced to pass a lot. And I'm going to take the I'm going to take under 150, slightly under. All right, next. on to the next one. Will they finish one or higher than 120th in team passer rating? They have been 127, 127, and 130th the last three years. Do you, by any chance,
3: have the number of what the team was before them? Last year, like right, like what was the one hundred and twenty mark last year?
2: What, like what, what the team was? Yeah,
3: like what were their stats per game? Like I'm curious. I, I don't think, oh, man, I, I think it's gonna be right around one hundred and twenty. I, I will, uh, take. Is it okay? So I one hundred and twenty
2: was New Mexico State. Uh, they averaged a little more than two hundred passing, passing yards per game. Sixteen touchdowns, sixteen oh, interceptions. Oh, they threw a lot boy. of picks. They threw a lot of picks.
3: One hundred and twenty. I will. I'm going to take the under. They get so it'll be under 120, meaning 119 and below. So better,
2: Mike.
1: I mean, I guess I'll I'll do the same. Why? Like why start off this season being completely pessimistic right away?
2: Top 20, Max. I'll 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 take. I'll take the under. I'll take the top 120. Under. Under. All
3: right. Okay. Good. So we're all on the unders on the 120.
2: All right. Two and a half times that the starting quarterback changes from one game to the next. Over or on un- or
3: under? I'm going to go under.
2: Because I think this one kind of just has to do you know, with how much of a disaster you think the season's going to be. I'm
1: going to take the over. I think if McLean Carter starts, it means they're going to be super desperate. They're just going to go pr- probably game to game. So I'll t- I'll take the over.
2: I think two and a half is a lot. So that would mean that it, two and a, I think maybe two, because like two, two would be a lot. Because you got to think like if I think Sikowski, that's a, I think it's a really Carter, high number. Then back to Sitkowski, I think, I think just under. I think it'll be two. That's hard though.
3: So you're taking the under, okay? All right. Yeah, all right. My, my my reason for that is simple. I just I think one if they start Carter, which I think uh, McLean Carter, that's that's going to be your first. one. they eventually, if they have to get to Sitkowski, I, I don't think that they then go back. At that point, the season could be lost already, and then it doesn't make sense playing the kid mm-hmm. who's not going to be here next year. Both, I guess, maybe Johnny Langan gets some snaps. I, I don't know. I'm I'm real. I'm saying under with Max.
2: Okay. Um. So, so this next one, Adam had a problem with 0.5 competitive games against Ohio State, Michigan, <laughs> and Penn State. Too it's just arbitrary. How about a game that, like you? But what did I say? after not that? I, put in, I put something in parentheses. You said, "What about 1.5 leads at any point in a game versus a top 25 team this season?" That at least how, is measurable. But how, how about how about we make it 1.5 games where they're within they're ten points or less in the second half? Is that fair? Or is that is that at true? any point in the second half? Yeah, it was is one point five too high for that over under.
3: I would probably set it at two or two and a half. Two, two and a half games where and they play they a top w- twenty five team. Oh, we're saying now top twenty. Okay, top twenty five yeah, teams. Sorry. Are you
2: saying Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, or a top twenty five? That's
3: team? what I'm. Tr- that's what we have to decide
2: on right now. Okay. Well, if what it's are you, just
1: those three, then it's definitely not two and a half.
2: Yeah, tw- two and a half would be I, high. I know,
1: I know. I, that's
3: why How about i was just
2: expect- games against Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State, where they're within ten points in the second half.
3: Okay. Uh I am going to take the over. They will Do you be with they are
2: they are at, uh, so they're at Michigan and at Penn State. So
3: I actually I, I think it'll be uh they'll be with intent to start the second half against Penn State and then get blown out in the second half. Okay. They will they will dangle the joy in front of me for a little <laughs> bit and just go back to
1: usual. Over. Over. I mean I'll I'll just take the under. Yeah, I, I that think seems the, like the safe
2: the play. The under seems like the way to go. Uh, over under nine and a half team passing touchdowns. For reference, they had five touchdown passes last year. Yeah. Even for an offense, a passing offense that was as bad as theirs, five was an incredibly – like, that's still a low number even for one that was that, that bad.
3: I am going to go – oh, man. This one I thought was probably the hardest. Yeah. I'm going to say – You guys
2: looked at this before? Yeah. This is my first time looking at the list since – I updated like,
1: it this morning. I'm going with over. Uh, nine, t- Art had four, Geo had one.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Our, I mean, we just spent the this podcast talking about how their offensive line is going to be bad. Worse than last year. You would think the quarterback position can't be as bad as it was last year.
2: Receivers should be better. The
1: receivers should be better. But then again, they don't have an offensive line.
2: I, you know this what, is you like know what, media, uh, audio. Right, media.
1: I'll, I'll do yeah, this. I'll to do talk, this. Talk. I'm gonna go like. over. I'm gonna go over. I believe in the art uh, bomb. This is literally Francesca right here.
5: Going,
1: oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, just like Francesca, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, uh,
3: Max,
2: what are you going with? Um, I am gonna go with. Over. Slightly over. Yeah, like all, 10 or all three overs. 10 okay. or 11,
3: yeah. All right, all three overs on the nine-and-a-half team passing touchdowns. Next.
2: Uh, next, we have .5 note app releases by Pat Hobbs during the season.
1: What is during? Like, like
2: while the season's before going Before the final, final buzzer. Yes.
1: I'll put the over. I think he may have to release one in, like, late October. Mike takes the over. I am also taking the
3: over okay, on this. Okay, I'm going
2: to take the under. So this one's actually, I guess... Directly related to another over/under that I'm just going to skip ahead to right now, uh, over/under 11 and a half games coached by Chris Ash. Because if you're saying that Pat Hobbs is releasing a Note app or releasing some no, kind of not necessarily, but he didn't do it last
3: year and he wasn't going to do it during. It could the season be a Note year. app statement about him maybe chugging a
1: beer again with us, <laughs> say
2: oh, in the parking see, lot, and okay. having to
3: any Note app release. Yeah, that's by Pat we,
1: Hobbs. If we get him to chug enough beers at your tailgate, can we? I will ask him right then and there to sit down,
3: out. and he's going to do a live interview at the tailgate with us. <laughs> I will have the equipment ready, handy, and we're going to we're going to do that. Uh, so we're now going to 11 eleven and a half I, games we'll, we'll coached by. We'll go
2: back. We'll go backwards, but uh, yeah, like okay, I let's that's go to that related. one. That's yeah, I, no,
3: I, I agree. That was kind of where I was going with it. Uh, I am going to take the under. Oh, I'm taking the over.
2: I don't. Th- yeah, they're not. I don't think they're not, they would fire a midseason. I don't right, think no. they can No, I don't think. I don't think they'd be able to. Uh so this is kind of more of a prop bet. No, let's go back. Oh sorry, let's go back a little bit. Uh, 0.5 seat cushions destroyed by Adam over or under.
1: How many did you destroy last year? Well, There's one. one notable one. one. Okay. But but that was, that was of, it. But
2: it's kind of like um like a meme now. Like it's like a thing he's going to have to do if yeah. he gets angry.
1: He controls this though.
3: It could be my calling card.
2: That's true. He does con- Adam, you don't get to pick this one because you you <laughs> control it.
3: Okay. Yeah. All right, good good call. Yeah. I'm out on this one. You're, Mike? You're, what are you doing? Ripping up seat cushions. No, not you. Say, I, I know what you're doing. What well, yeah. What are you doing? I'm gonna take
2: the over because I think I think it's like just the thing he does now. Like it's it's his calling card. You know, I think <laughs> they I'm could ta- be
1: chanting my name in my section <laughs> to do it at some point. <laughs> I'm gonna take the under. I think he's gonna do something new and creative this year. Oh, okay. He's Gonna
2: rip out like a whole section. He's
1: gonna, <laughs> rips out a tooth. <laughs> uh, he's gonna run great. onto the field.
2: Yeah. He's gonna like try to take over the those uh, revolutionary war guys. Yeah. The shoot cannon. the cannon. Yeah. Put myself in the cannon and see All how far I go. i be up for that. Segments about Rutgers on College Game Day, not the whole show. There are some people who want to bring college.
1: Well, well, what's a segment like Like, a
2: segment or a reference? Not a reference.
1: Not a reference. No,
3: no, Rutgers
2: the birthplace to send Ronaldi out there. like this is the place where Rutgers Uh, this
3: spec. This this parking lot is where
1: (sighs) men in
2: really weird
1: shorts and
3: pants. The game
2: that you all love. Well, they're doing
1: they're doing the recreation Friday, right? ESPN. Oh man, they didn't even include Rutgers in the commercial for the uh, one. The start of the season. Yeah, I I mean that wasn't a
3: surprise. but... But still, Reese Davis didn't even reference it throughout entire College Game Day, and he's like a stat nerd, and like would you know who? What Fowler would have brought it up?
2: Are there any other Reese? Fowler was out a there? Rutgers fan. Yeah. Reese, Reese Gaines That's him from a Louisville. Stretch. Not a lot of Reese's No, out
3: there. I, Chris Fowler loved coming to do. It's because he lives Rutgers on the games. Upper West Side, I think. Okay, <laughs> and whatever so it is. You, you guys don't want to have
2: the Reese conversation. No, no one's no, in on I, you what's your on Reese conversation. Re- well, just there weren't a lot of guys. Named I know one. There's Reese's pieces, which are delicious. Remember him from Louisville?
3: I do. And then there's Reese Davis. I only know one Reese in my life, so... Reese, uh, Meryl Reese. Reese
2: Weatherspoon, or Witherspoon, the actress.
3: So, .5 segments. Teresa Weatherspoon. On Rutgers, (laughs) on College Game Day. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) .5. I'm Uh, I'm going with the the under. There will be no specific segments dedicated to Rutgers on College Game Day this year. I
1: think... The over, and
3: I don't mean like the pick'em doesn't count. Like if Rutgers is pla- like you, no, it's it's got to it's be gotta Tom be s- Rinaldi, yeah, or like a, the like a feature. It's got to be Marty a feature Smith on Rutgers. Yeah. What
1: if it's like they fire head coach? Okay, that can count. I'll let that count. I'll take the over.
2: Yeah, I'll take the over because I think much like your thing, Adam, from before about Node app releases from Chris Ash, we never know what's going to happen around here, so maybe we'll talk about Rutgers for a while, okay. even if it's not like a specific, like we're sending out Rinaldi.
3: All uh, right, you okay. two with the overs, me with the under on that. All
2: way. right, uh, so the next one, uh, this is more of a prop bet. Well, the cat that lives under the stadium that we, oh, well, we didn't ask Richie and Chris about that. We should have. Uh, will that cat run onto the field during a game? Because the cat's just kind of in the bowels of the stadium. Yes or no?
3: Uh you know what? I'm rooting for it. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll go yeah. yeah because yeah, yes. it is possible if that cat is attributed to Rutgers in any way, it could oh. pick up a 15-yard
1: penalty for Rutgers. I was going to say that could get the segment on
3: now, college game day. I will add another oh, yeah. I will add another useless fact that we had with with Richie and the guys uh did you know that the Rutgers mascot, the actual horse, was once flagged for a 15-yard penalty. I did not know that. No, yep, true story. I thought you were going to say
2: the original horse was a cat.
3: No, nope. hey. no. Nope. What year was that? I uh, believe that was in the mid-'90s at Giant Stadium. Ran onto the field? Yes, ran onto the field and uh, got Rutgers a 15-yard penalty. Nice. All nice.
2: right. Uh, so our next one. Wait, uh, so was everybody with the over? Yeah. Yeah, we're yeah. We're all rooting. We're, yes, we're all rooting for it. Uh, 1.5 unsportsmanlike conduct penalties for Chris Ash. Wait, just
1: before I, I forget, could you say that the horse became unglued? Oh, boy.
5: Oh, God. <laughs>
2: oh,
1: Peter, if you'd like to sponsor us for—they blocked me on Twitter, so they're not
2: oh. going to sponsor this
3: podcast. All
2: right, Adam, do you turn off my board here?
3: Yes, we okay. need to, we, because so, you were playing the music. You go with your horse noise yeah. Oh, the no, buzzer noise. Yeah, oh, the horse noise would work. Joke. Do we have a cat noise?
2: We don't have a cat noise. Remember, there's only yeah. horses. The only animal noise are horses. <laughs> All right.
3: So one and a half unsportsmanlike conduct penalty is for Chris Ash. Yep, that's the next one. One, uh, um,
1: I'm going to take the under. Yeah, I'm taking the under.
3: Too. I'll take
2: the over. I think he, what unless he gets on good. What if he just, he if he of just kind of yeah completely loses it and gets like two in a game? All right, the next one, 1.5 Big Ten wins.
1: I'm going with under. I will also take the under. Yeah, I'll go under.
2: I think they get maybe one against Illinois, but I think any of the other ones. Yeah, are be that's kind of what I'm the, circling at this point right now. I mean, now the rest too. of the schedule is crazy. All of those teams are good. I think Maryland's going to be a lot better this year. Like, I I just, it, all those teams are good. Uh, over under three and a half overall wins. So
3: I'm going to say under. I think they finish with three. Mike? Yeah, I'm trying to think about this one. I. Because if you said one Big Ten win, that means if it's more than three, they got to win every out of
1: conference game. Right. Well,
3: I said we less than one any and a half.
2: Consistency with this. Like, come on.
1: um in
2: some logic. I mean, like, who can they beat? Liberty, UMass, UMass Illinois, Illinois. Illinois, Boston College. Maybe Maryland. I think Boston College is good. They oh, are, yeah,
3: but yeah. maybe. You got a home game the, against the them. Langan Bowl. Indiana just named a new quarterback today lefty kid uh, maybe you could They Rutgers is sometimes fared well against Indiana maybe Maryland's a home game I think he, he got a shot against them I'll put
1: the under but I'll say three
2: yeah I'm gonna go with the under too. right at three uh, .5 notable incidents related to alcohol sales is there like a giant? Because we we at Rutgers Stadium, we don't really have a lot of fights in the crowd. We don't really have a problem with that too often. Uh, I
3: notable. So you're talking like about a, like, fuck you Navy type chants. Like yeah, is that, like, like that? something like something that gets you bad super press. The flag happens, the, beers thrown on that the field. one flag that was in the parking lots for Penn State the first time Rutgers played him. You know, uh, you're saying like something that the press picks up.
2: Yeah, something something that's notable. Um, notable alcohol. <sighs> uh, God.
3: Okay, so I'm going to say exactly. over because I think that anything that is somewhat notable, there are outlets that will just need to either a report on it or will jump on the fact that okay. it's alcohol and right. kids. They're, so, s- they're
2: selling it at the stadium, and now yeah. look at the danger.
3: And now of look at what's going on at Rutgers. Think the, about, about the debauchery. Adults.
2: Yeah,
1: bring back the alley. Uh, yes, over. Blue Jays catcher Reese McGuire. I'm going to go under.
2: <laughs> I'll take the over. I'll take the over. Uh, a couple more here. Three point five times Rutgers punts from past midfield and less than fourth and five.
3: Under, over, over.
2: Yeah, that's that's over. Uh, four and a half games that Rutgers has more than two hundred yards passing. Now they had three last season and one hundred ninety three versus Indiana last season. And shout out to Mike for doing the research.
3: I thought we were ending games. this on the wins one. I didn't see any of these. Oh. I put them in this morning. Yeah, Thanks Mike for checking put them in
2: this morning. Reese Nobody's awesome. listening
3: at this point. We're now on like number eleven.
2: Whatever.
1: No one listens to us anyway.
2: Yeah, that's
3: false. We have numbers to back Fine,
2: that up. You want to just punt? I mean, that's the last one. Yeah, that'd like, be appropriate. Like, wouldn't like Rutgers. It? Let's punt. <laughs> sure. All right, let's punt on this segment. We could even cut it Over. shorter anyway. No, we're not. We're going to leave it. No, if it's that bad, we could cut it. Uh,
3: it that is one well, person's opinion.
2: Why don't we end it? We could end it at the the. Don't get the angry because
3: that's one person's opinion. We could
2: end it at the wins if it's that.
3: bad. No, 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 no. What else do we got right now?
2: Just the four and a half games, more than 200 yards passing.
3: What else? And four and a half games 17. with 200 I would take. I will take
1: the under on that. I'll take the over.
2: Yeah, I'll take the under. And then 17 and a half team sacks. Last three years, 21, 16, 16.
1: <sighs> over. over.
2: Over. Over, yeah, over.
1: On all three of them. Okay, so defense is going to be better.
2: And Adam, if you really feel that was that bad, cut it out. I know. I'm okay. leaving it. All right, um, so we've Definitely got... Definitely leave really-
1: the bickering in. Just cut out that segment, but leave us bickering over <laughs> to,
3: whether to, to leave it And
1: in. just because we don't know what it is,
3: just
2: yeah, leave like, it in. Oh, no, keep it in. No, it. Could no. Could be the greatest
3: thing ever. So, yeah. So
2: we are pretty much at the end here. This was fun. We had Richie and Chris on. We had... had a, I, you know, I had to get that rant off my chest. We had our over-unders that may or may not have gone on for too long. Uh, we had all of our guests. We had so many guests on today, and I, I think we blew this out. Rutgers football preview extravaganza, I think, was an overwhelming success. I yeah. like it. I
1: think so.
3: Uh, I'll see all you guys on Friday yep. in the Scarlet Lot. Um, if you somehow magically pick us out, if you listen and like, we don't know you for some reason, and you want to come say hello, and you can kind of and you could s- figure out we who we like. are. We put some pictures out. Yeah. I mean, we're pretty easy to find on Twitter. So. Uh, feel free usually, to
2: usually in like the first row. You right? may like, you
3: may see some marketing campaigns going on this weekend. Oh, um yeah. with the artist group podcast. There's a lot of stuff that we got going the on. The
2: crappiest advertising yeah, campaign of I, all time. I, I
3: don't know. It's some shitty ideas up front, but we'll see how it goes. Um Yeah.
1: I think we're done. I'm here. looking forward to Barb's tailgate, honestly. That's good. And what's At- so by it. any
3: Italian women. Yeah. All right. Cool. Who cook. Who cook. All right. See you guys. Pay the
1: players.
5: Ain't no way they can stop me now Cause I'm on my way, I can feel my brain coming It's the blood of a champion i up and deep inside my veins, It's much pride to be running I'ma give what I can and more Even if my blood, my sweat and my tears don't mean nothing It's the heart of a champion Champion, I'm a deep inside my legs, too much pride to be running. I'ma get what I can and more, even if my blood, my sweat, and my tears don't mean nothing. It's the heart of a champion.